Welcome back to the EKB podcast. Engaging we shortened it up. Engaging kingdom business. Because Jason always has to go, engaging kingdom, kingdom biz- business. I have to enunciate <laughs> to make sure that I'm saying it correctly. We have all kinds of other ministries that are happening, like engaging heaven and kingdom builders. And oh, so yes. engaging kingdom business is like a mix of those two. So I just have to wrap my mind around it as I'm saying it. <laughs> so I'm just shortening it to EKB. I'll say EKB and then you can say it the way it's supposed to be said. Okay. We'll just go that route. All right. So today we are talking about time and rest. Yay. And so I am not the best person to talk about rest, <laughs> but um, I can know and understand the importance of something without being fully in it. Um, but knowing that the Lord's leading me that way, but I want to start off by talking about time as our most valuable asset. So what do they say? Time is the one thing that everybody has the same amount of, right? We all have the same amount of time. Uh, It's the one thing that we can't get back though. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, whatever we exist outside of, out of the timeline eternity, but (laughs) we're here. Scripture says that our days are numbered and we should use the, the, make the best use of our time because the days are evil. And so there is a way to make the best use of your time. And so I don't know that I want to tie this too much to the idea of how much we should get paid for our services and that kind of thing. We talked a little bit about that in the previous episode, but just that, um, I I just want to ask the question, have you considered the value of your time, not just in the amount of dollars, but like relationally, emotionally, like in a, in a health kind of way, like the way that we use our time, um, it can really determine what we get to do, the opportunities we have, the places we go, like how we feel, the way we think all of these different things. And so I think that turns into, um, the rest conversation, but let me talk a little bit about, um, why I'm super excited about this topic. So I've always been the person who has traded my time for money it's the world's trade, right? How do you right. say it? It's the world. Time, it's the time for money. Yeah, world's trading floors. Yep. So how does it go? You trade your time for money, money. and your money for goods and services. Goods and services, right? And so I've always been the kind of person that is, okay, if I work more, well, then I'll make more money or whatever it is. And so I've always kind of been the one to essentially work myself ragged, like exhausted. So then I got married and time started to be a little more valuable to me because time working meant time away from my wife. And then, I mean, also we have uh, Henry, my stepson. So um, then we had Alana. So now we have two children in the house, you know, a newborn, a little girl, whatever. So kids and then time became a little bit more valuable to me because time at work or wherever it is meant time away from my wife and children in our home life. And so as I begin to see the value of relationships in my life, as I begin to see the the value of even like going to the gym, like 30 minutes at the gym is so healthy for me. Mm -hmm. And so time doing other things means time that I'm not doing the things that are good for me or the things that I really value. And so I started to weigh my time through a different lens, not just for, the amount of money that I'm making, but for what it cost me to spend time doing certain things in in this world. And so I do want to make that 
that connection just a little bit financially. Like I got to the point to where I started asking myself, what is it worth for me to spend an hour, you know, driving to a church and rigging up a sound system with, while my family is at home having dinner without me? Right. How, you know, what is that worth? Yeah. How much could you pay me to step away from that for an hour or two hours or three hours? Right. right? So I had a, a bit of an interesting scenario the other day where my mom and my sister and my niece and nephews were all in town. And, um, my daughter, Kim was in South Africa. So Ilana went to hang out with her Nana. And so they all piled up and they went to the zoo. And so it's a Monday. They're all at the zoo. It's a beautiful day out. And I'm sitting inside my office at my computer working my job. And at that point in time, my hourly rate was not worth what I was missing out on. Yeah. It was really heartbreaking. I was like, I would much rather be like right now, this isn't worth it. And so I guess all I'm trying to do is maybe help people see through a different lens, the value of your time. Um, and how, when you spend that time doing certain things, you're, you're costing yourself other experiences, other relationships, other kinds of, um, interactions and experiences. So what do you think about all that? Well, you know, I was actually just having a discussion um, yesterday with somebody about <laughs> uh, he was saying how he knew this couple that was just they'd been married for I don't remember, but it was a ridiculously long amount of time. And they still were super in love, like great marriage. And he said, what is the secret to your marriage? You know? mm -hmm. And he said, well, Every two or three months, we go for a weekend away together and get to know each other again. Mm -hmm. And we prioritize that time. Yeah. And I was just, because we were just talking about how Dustin and I, we go away every year on our anniversary yeah. or around our anniversary. Sure. Right? Yeah. And we have a little getaway that we just do that, the same thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I was thinking about how... So many people say, well, I don't have the time to do that. Yeah. And we so prioritize that time. We mm -hmm. make it happen. Like yeah. that's a, we're it's for sure doing this every year. Yeah. And um, for us, it's only once a year we need to do more. Probably. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was one of those things that it really made me think about. We all have time, but more people spend it working. Mm -hmm. than they mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. actually investing in the things they truly care about and they're yeah. working for. Yeah. I mean, how many people are working for their family and for, sure. you know, that's, they're like, yeah. I'm providing for my family here, but I don't get to spend time with my family. Ooh. So what's that? What is the use? Yeah. And so I guess I would, I would say that this also translated for me in my business. There was a long time ago, the Lord was saying to me, you need to take a Sabbath and I want you to do it on a certain day. Right. And I know why you said that to me, really. It's because I would try to take a Sabbath and yeah. say, oh, I'll do it this day instead. Oh, I'll do it this day instead. And mm -hmm. then I would just skip it all would the just, time. Yeah. And so he basically said, yo, Chris, Saturday's Sabbath mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. And he was doing this because he knew how desperately I needed it. Yeah. 
but I just was like, how can I give that up? Because I have these certain, I had these certain business meetings that I was even in charge of having Mm -hmm. that was on those Saturdays. Right. I remember. And so I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know how you're going to make up the amount that I make, you know? Right. But I'll just trust you. And Mm -hmm. I did. And I thought I would make so much less. And actually I made way more. Mm -hmm. And I thought, how was this possible? But it was because the Lord was saying, you have to have this time for you to recharge and to not feel the pressures of work. Because for me, when I started doing that, I still had pressures of work all the time on me. I'm thinking like, but I really need to get this done. And then I'm like, uh, it was hard for you to turn off. I don't know if I cannot do the dishes right now because <laughs> I, I'm i going to look like I'm lazy. And yeah, everything, yeah. there was this inner pressure that nobody was putting on me but myself. Mm-hmm. And it's because I was a workaholic. I mean, yeah, I have been all my life. And so I work and work and work and work and work. And it's not something that is healthy. The right. Lord says he established the Sabbath day mm-hmm. as his day. Mm-hmm. And so if we aren't honoring this, you know, it talks about honoring sure. the Sabbath. Yeah. You know, if we're not honoring that Sabbath rest, we're not honoring his day that he made for him. Mm-hmm. Which, which then becomes a poor use of our time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because now we're working instead of resting and right. pretty soon we get to burnout stage mm-hmm. and we go, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I wanted to make that correlation that our time's our most valuable asset. We don't really get it back. Um, but what happens then is if we are only working, 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 never resting, well, then we are, we actually aren't at our healthiest during the time where we are working. And so productivity slips, those kinds of things. And so I, I realized recently that, you know, I was, I was burnt out. I was exhausted. I was so tired. I'm still feeling a little bit of those effects of like, I just don't want to do anything because I've been doing so much, but, um, just this idea that like, I needed to, I needed to rest in order to be my best. Now I sound like a Baptist preacher. <laughs> I needed to rest in order to be my best. Like my work days were very, very unproductive, but now that I have kind of integrated some healthy habits into my work days, like I, I know that face to face time with people was a healthy thing for me. I know that like going and walking at the gym is a healthy thing for me. And so I now integrate those things into my work day so that I'm more productive while I'm working rather than this, those things going by the wayside. And so for, for you, I mean, you're talking about Sabbath. If you just let Sabbath go by the wayside, it, it's going to be a terrible, you, you're not going to be as productive because you'd be right. so exhausted. And so for me, there's some additional things as well, but yeah, I'm sure we could do an entire episode on, on rest and like what that really looks like and oh. how to break through that mentality of feeling like you always need to be doing like, there's so much to be said there, but what do we want the I guess the one takeaway for this episode to be, you know, I guess there's one thing that it's not just a takeaway. I'm just going to say this. I think there's one thing that we need to remember is that resting in the Lord is what the, it's the only thing he asks us to strive to do. Mm, Right. Strive to enter the rest. And if we can focus on resting in him and mm-hmm. not just taking time off because we've talked about right. taking time off. Ta- yeah. Yeah. Right. But resting in him, that's how you really can start functioning in a way that is heavenly because mm-hmm. we're talking about engaging kingdom business. His kingdom has a culture 
of honor. We talked about that the last time, yeah. but it's also this area of doing everything from your seat of rest. Mm. So when you're working, mm. you're actually doing it from resting in him. Right. And that is a totally different way of thinking. Mm. It's not just about taking good time off, but it's about entering his rest and working from that place of rest. That's so good. And that's how we can have kingdom come. Right. So when you're building a kingdom business, the culture of heaven should be the culture of your business. Absolutely. Because people talk a lot about culture right. within their business. Mm -hmm. And like, we want a culture of this, we want a culture of that. A lot of these things will be good, but if you, again, it's from heaven to earth. So if you're bringing the culture of heaven into your business, it's going to mimic all of those things, which is interesting because we talked about culture of honor this time. We're talking about maybe now even a culture of rest. Ask yourself, how are we going to, how are we going to create or manifest or whatever, bring a culture of rest into our company. And where is that coming from? It's not just because I think it's a good idea that people take a vacation once a year, whatever it is. Right. It's because this is how the father has established it for us. And so what he has established and desired for us, we should establish and desire for ourselves and for others. If right. we have employees or people we're doing business with that kind of thing. Yeah. And to be clear, a culture of rest doesn't mean a culture of laziness. That's yeah. Um, because it's easy to slip into that mm -hmm. on the other end of the spectrum. Right. But there are there are businesses that they are constantly upping the quota to try to get more productivity, yeah. and it's like the opposite. It's mm -hmm. striving, 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 and people get so stressed yeah. out, and they don't have a long time that they work mm -hmm. there. You know, every time this happens in those businesses. Yeah. And if you have the opposite where you say, hey, I see that you're a little like overstressed right now. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just take some time, just go for an hour and focus, just get your cool back and right. just rest a little bit and then come back. Yeah. If you would put that into your business, you would be paying them for rest and it would mm. actually be more productive for you. you yes. You, right. <laughs> it would actually make things go way better, not yeah. way worse. Wow. That's it's, it feels so opposite, right? Right. It's like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to give you one hour, not even, you know, a lunch break, but like one hour of time to just gather yourself per day. And so we're only getting seven hours out of you, but you might get more productivity in seven hours than you would in eight hours. If you yeah. expect them to just sit at a desk all day or do, right. do whatever they do. That's so backwards. And I love it. Um, Real quick, quick story recently about Tove Media. Mm -hmm. So we have Tove Media. We do podcast solutions and uh, live stream, which are divisions there. And so um, recently I, I messaged the guys on our signal group and I was like, hey, not a lot of movement with Tove lately. What's up? And we started talking about a bunch of stuff. And um, Darren, one of my business partners and friends, he said, he goes, bro, I don't he's like, I just I don't want to strive in this. Like he's like, I already have a job. You know, I already work for money, like I already mm -hmm. do these things. This business needs to be built out of relationship and rest and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I was just like, well, how are we going to rest if we don't like do anything? You know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. But, and so I had to wrestle with that there for a second. Like, okay, we act, I, I, I told him this today. I said, we're going to have to get work done in order to get hired to do work. Like there are some things that need to happen. Um, you know, we want people to hire us for these services and, and, and so, you know, it's like, I have this whole strategy. Let's write these blogs and do these videos and do all these things. We have all the strategy, but really 
sometimes that comes from, well, these, these are the things that I know that I should do in order to try and, and get business, but are we doing it from a place of rest or trust or are we allowing the Lord to lead us in those things? And that's the biggest thing is like, okay, Lord, you show us what you want us to do. And so I just had a conversation with him recently and saying, okay, let me go back to the things that I know the Lord has led me to do. And when I think about doing those things, it doesn't feel like striving to me. Like it actually feels like fun. And I wanted to just throw out the phrase culture of, of fun. Like <laughs> I would love to talk about that in one of our episodes. Just, cool. I mean, cause there's, I mean, you've had multiple experiences in the heavenlies with people dancing and playing and running and jumping and, you know, kids playing in the tree of life and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. It's just super cool. And talk yeah. about that. But, um, I was like, these things sound fun to me. And the reason that they sound fun is because I know that these are the things the Lord has called me to do, made me to do. And so if we do those things for the business, I'm not going to feel like I'm striving to get things done. I'm going to be doing things that I know I'm supposed to do and I'm going to have a good time doing them. And that's just a completely different mindset as well. Yeah. And so that is even being in a place of rest doesn't mean not getting things done either, mm -hmm. but it also means that there's not a striving or a depending on self to try and make these things happen. Mm, that's good. Right. Mm -hmm. You got anything else? Nope. That's it. <laughs> and that's all I've got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Head over to engagingkingdom.biz and check out all the things we do. We've got our course. We haven't talked about our course for a couple episodes. We have the Engaging Kingdom Business course. It's the best. If you guys haven't checked it out, you need to go check that out on the website because this has already been transformational for people who've um, taken the course and, mm -hmm. and invested in their own growth. Yeah. Um, and doing this is super important. We also right. have groups that, um, that are starting up that are about really not only just networking with one another, but growing more in this and having support for some of this stuff, yeah. because sometimes you're like, well, that sounds good and everything, but I'm not hearing the Lord on this or <laughs> I yeah. don't understand this concept right. and it's good to have that sort of thing. So anyway, go sure. check that stuff yeah, out. Yeah. Let's, let's just give a little bit of vision behind the group. So one sure. of our mandates, um, in our, in our business is to, um, help continue to educate people, but also, uh, build community mm -hmm. and then help connect people. And so that's all part of our like relationship mandate that we have. Yeah. And so the group is part of that. And so we want to have these uh, groups that meet twice a month and um, we're going to cover some of the, like go more into in depth concerning some of the topics of, from the course. And, uh, but we also want to foster community and build our online directory. So people can connect with, can connect with other people who are doing um, kingdom business as well. But yeah, that's our hope. We want to help people move further and deeper into these ideas and these concepts and not just hear about them or talk about them, but actually make progress in, yeah. in doing that. And I, I, I'm just kind of looking forward. I'm, I'm excited to hear stories about how people are making mind mindset shifts and, and seeing new things worked out in their businesses because of the conversations that we're having about these kingdom culture ideas so cool awesome engaging kingdom.biz check it out and right we on. will see you next time <laughs>